Well, in today's show, we've got news about Disney being number one again. again. Earl of Sandwich is coming back to downtown Disney. Now that's downtown Disney and Disneyland. Uh, food and wine tailgate party on Monday nights. Dad gum Monday nights. Mm. And this week's trivia and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Dreams by Design Travel. Dreams by Design wants your vacation to be a happy adventure where families can have fun together. They believe that a magical vacation begins with careful planning, and that is exactly what you will receive with this authorized Disney vacation planner. Remember, services are free, and make sure to tell your travel planner that the Disney Parks podcast sent you. So visit dreamsbydesigntravel.com today. We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all of the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit themeparkconcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. We'll contact our friends, themeparkconcierges.com, or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. How you doing, buddy? Good. Excellent. How was your weekend? Good. What'd you do, Disney, this weekend? I went to Epcot Food and Wine for a chef event. Yeah, chef event. Who'd you go see? Tiffany Thiessen. <gasps> you went to go see Kelly with Slater there? No. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Actually, she didn't have anybody with her. Yeah, I know, right? No family, no husband, no no kids, no but nothing. And you were talking about it earlier yeah. in the uh, the the Patreon show. Yeah. So it was a fun event. Was it? It was good. Was it worth the uh, buck seventy five, buck fifty, whatever you paid for it? I, it's getting pretty close. It's getting pretty close. Getting pretty close to worth it. Yeah. It's okay. Pretty close. Good. Good for you. They've they've changed up the format. Right. They've made the food better. It's a little long talk now, and and little meet and greet. So yeah. Good. Yeah. And I did have my chance to voice my concerns. Good for you. To said leader of Epcot Food and Wine. And they looked at you and went, oh, I bet your name's Tony Casanova. <laughs> uh, can we see your uh, magic band, please? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. She's a very nice lady. You, right? you probably had conversations with her. I think I've met her a couple yeah. times. Yeah. So um, so that was Sunday night. Both you and yeah. I had a great time on Saturday night because I heard Disney Parks Podcast meet up. Meet oh, up. Beer, 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 beer. So um, best laid plans, kids. We did it at the uh, Meisner's Lounge yeah. at the Grand Floridian, which mm -hmm. was great. 
uh, except for one small problem. Apparently, everybody in the planet had the same idea. Yeah. And uh, we were competing with a bar crawl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this whole group of people were there celebrating uh, Pat's birthday. And uh, had a big, big group there. So we were vying for chairs. I stood up for a good chunk of it, not lying. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sang happy birthday to Pat. That was fun. Uh, she was very mortified, which is even better. Yeah. And I uh, had a great time. Had a pretty good turnout. Uh, hopefully you've seen the picture at facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking forward to the next one, which we'll talk about here in a bit. Yep. So yeah, overall, good weekend. Good weekend. We uh, Crazy thing. So we have a pool, right? Oh. I know this has nothing to do with Disney, but it's a fun story. Is it a Disney pool? It's not a Disney pool. It's a, it's a backyard pool. Okay. So the pool's great, um, but with all the rains and everything, we started noticing that uh, our pool uh, had like this layer of stuff growing underneath the water. And it was like, it wasn't green like swamp, yeah. but like the stuff on the pool was green. And like you could stomp your foot and it was like sand. Hmm. And I thought it was some type of silt coming in from somewhere. Oh, no. Apparently, uh, we had so much rain and and so much uh, alkaline rain was coming in and creating a, an algae hmm. that was growing in our pool. Yeah. So we went to the store, got all the stuff we needed, put it in, put the little um, pump and stuff on, turned it on, and within like 12 hours, crystal clear blue water. Wow. Was awesome. Wow. Uh, so that the was my fu- story. The fun of owning a pool. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny. And the reason Who I'm telling- it every week? Um, it's a toss up. Oh, okay. It's a toss up. Sid does a lot of, Sid does a lot. Uh, Well, you don't have a big pool. We Mm. had a 20, 20 by 40. Holy crap. That was a lot of scrubbing. Yeah. We, we've been lucky. We don't do a ton of scrubbing. Like I'll get in the pool and scrub around the the stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but the chemicals that we put in the pool do a really good job. Yeah. And, uh, so the reason I'm telling you the story is because late, late last night I jumped in the pool and, uh, I came out of the pool and I was like, oh man, I smell like I'm in a Disney pool. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so I'm like, God, the amount of chemicals that they must go through. Yeah. I was, I really, I smell like I was, Disney. I walked in and says like, yeah, you got one little tiny pool. Yeah. Think of all, I mean, Big Blue is almost a million gallons yeah. of water. So it's like, you smell like you've been to Disney. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm yeah. sticking to it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, my friends, um, a lot, a lot going on. And uh, one little thing uh, that you can do is uh, is share this video. If you're watching live, every Monday night uh, on Facebook, we do a live show where we film both uh, our Disney Parks podcast shows for the week. So we would love for you to come hang out and get in the chat room and come play with all of our Disney friends. We have a great time. Uh, it's Sometimes it's really witty, crazy stuff. Other times it's just, they're just watching, hanging out, and having a good time, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but if you wouldn't mind coming and hanging out, or if you're watching live, please share this video right now and let everybody know that you're watching the Disney Parks podcast. More eyes on the prize. Each run, reach one, and that's how we're going to grow. So, okay. other than that, anything else you want to add, buddy? News. Well, then let's get into the, the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. One thing we want to tell you before we get into the news, our friends over at DreamsByDesignTravel.com have put together a very special 
offer just for listeners for the Disney Parks podcast. If you book travel between now and December 31st of 2018, just for our listeners, when you tell Dreams by Design Travel that you booked because of the Disney Parks podcast, they are going to make a very special gift appear in your room. Poof. Uh, so they've made arrangements with, I believe, Disney Floral, uh, and they're going to have a very special Mickey cooler filled with all sorts of snacky snacks just for you guys at no additional cost, just because you booked with DreamsByDesignTravel.com and mentioned Disney Parks Podcast. But you have to book travel before December 31st of 2018, and that's for a four-day trip or more. So if you're booking a, a, a resort package of four nights or longer, you're going to receive a very special gift from our friends and yours at dreamsbydesigntravel.com. All right. Disney is number one in our hearts and apparently number one on Forbes world's best regarded companies list. Now this is the Walt Disney company that owns the theme parks and right. Marvel and Lucasfilm. And about a bazillion other companies. Mm-hmm. And Fox. And Muppets and ESPN. And Muppets and Tony and me. Uh, the Walt Disney Company tops Forbes list of the world's best regarded companies for 2018. Moving up four spots from 2017, the first year that the rankings were compiled. Disney ranks number one, earning the highest marks among Forbes' 2018 Global 2000 companies. Forbes works uh, worked with Statista. A or Statista, no, that would be Statista or Statista for statistics. A leading provider, Statista is uh, Batista's sister. Yeah. Uh, a leading provider of market and consumer data to survey 15,000 people from 60 countries and found out how they perceived companies' trustworthiness, social conduct, performance of their products or services, and how they were viewed as an employer. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, in March of 2018, Disney ranked number five. Uh, the 2018 Harris Poll Reputation Quotient, uh, which looks at corporate reputation and holds the fifth spot in the 2018 Global Rep Track 100 from Reputation Institute, the largest yearly study of its kind. The Walt Disney Company has always been among the top 10 world's most admired companies on Fortune's annual list for six consecutive years, ranking number one in the entertainment industry and number six Overall, congratulations, guys. Still a little suspect on how they treat their employees, but yeah, well, that's another conversation for another day. Exactly. Hey, Disneyland people. What, what? <laughs> they took everything away, and now they're going to bring some of it back. <laughs> they keep kicking me take out it away. and bringing me back. Uh, Earl of Sandwich is returning for a limited time down to uh, downtown Disney District at Disneyland. Uh, this is because, you know, that hotel. <laughs> <laughs> what? What hotel? <laughs> is not getting made right not now. Not happening. It's not happening. We're in a little battle with Anaheim. All right, so Disney is excited to announce that the Earl of Sandwich will be opening its original location for a limited time in downtown Disney District at the Disneyland uh, Resort. Popular, fast, casual restaurant will be returning soon. Get ready to enjoy all your favorites uh, from the famous hot dog sandwiches on artisan. Uh, let's say that again. From the famous hot sandwiches on artisanal bread to handcrafted wraps and a variety of 
freshly tossed salads. Coming soon, more exciting downtown Disney news this fall as Disney welcomes Salt and Straw Scoop Shop. Remember we spoke about that, well, months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the coming weeks, Disney will also celebrate the reimagined world of Disney. If it's reimagined like ours, you're going to want to put it back the way it was. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Have they opened the other side yet? Is it uh, fully no, open yet? No. no. Uh, and the newly renovated Naples Restaurante El Pizzeria. That's Naples, not Nipples. That's what I said. Uh-huh. Uh, both of which are still open during renovations. In the coming months, Ballast Point and Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes will also make their debut. Black Tap. So they're shaking it up at Downtown Disney. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, I wonder if this opening up has anything to do with... Uh, the hotel not existing? Uh, not What's only that, that but uh, one of our listeners says the closing quick serve at uh, Disneyland Hotel... And Grand Californian. Yes. That could be a yes. little oh, bit yeah. of a twisty tweet. Yeah, oh, definitely. definitely. All right. Hey, uh, last week we had a trivia question. And the question was from our box of Mickey. <laughs> Not Mickey, Mickey's box, the box of Mickey. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what year was the first Mickey Mouse? And the answer is on January 13th, 1930. Mickey Mouse what? Cartoon? Uh, no, Mickey Mouse, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and Joyce is the winner. Good and, job. And uh, we'd like to say around here, Joyce, it's in the mail. Hmm. At least I think it's in the mail. Retro. <laughs> 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 Otherwise, you'll get two of them. This week's trivia question is very easy. Gotcha. I think if you, over it. Yeah, if you've been to Disney World, you should mm-hmm. be able to figure this out. Very, mm-hmm. very this, this was the scariest thing to me when I visited Epcot that one time when I was in it in my teens. Really? Oh yeah. All right. Terrifying. So what are the elevators called in the living seas in Epcot? Death traps. <laughs> Fearolators. <laughs> oh dude. If you know the answer, send that to a Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail dot com. Hey guys, we just got done doing our Patreon show. Uh, it's our live, live ad free, everything free show for our Patreons. Uh, you can free check of content, free of content, <laughs> free of thought, free of thought, uh, free of character, <laughs> uh, free of remorse. Uh, you can go check that out if you're a Patreon every week at 7 p.m. Uh, in our private Facebook group. But if you want to know a little bit more about becoming a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can check that out. And what that is, is it's a way that you guys can help support what we do here. We do a lot of things throughout the year uh, that cost money, like the weekly trivia. We postage costs, kids. We have to send out stuff and uh, hosting for the podcast costs and all that good stuff. So uh, go check that out. And uh, for your hard-earned dollars, which we uh, put to great use. You get ad-free exclusive shows. You get exclusive video content. Uh, you get all sorts of really cool rewards for whatever level you support what we do here. And uh, if you decide to become a Patreon, then you can be part of the Cool Kids Corner and uh, you can join great friends like Brad Corey, Daniel F., Daniel S., David, uh, Dustin, Ernie, Eva, James, Jennifer, Kathy, Katie A., Katie G, Michael, Mike, Mike B, Ron, Ross, Sam, Willie, excuse me, Willie, Tom, 
Will, and Other Willie. Nice. We're starting to run into the same name. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Everybody needs a new name. <laughs> Everybody needs a nickname. <laughs> Scooter, Punch, Fluff, yeah. Tink, yeah. Dumb, Bo, we should. Bobo. We should. Like, uh, give them a... Give them uh, nicknames. Give uh, them Mickey uh, nicknames. Uh, yeah, like a Mickey Mouse Club uh, nickname. Cubby. Cubby. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to be in that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, food and wine tailgate tasting hosted by ESPN's Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. It's that time of year. The Epcot International Food and Wine Festival is in full swing, and so is Monday Night Football. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, and Disney is excited to announce the new food and wine tailgate tasting hosted by ESPN's Monday Night Football. Running on selected Mondays throughout the festival, the 45-minute program will pair tailgating-inspired food and beverages. Guests can enjoy a flight of three sample-sized food items inspired by the cities playing in the game. Each week, along with three different beverages, while learning from the culinary experts about how to prepare those dishes, the wine and uh, food and wine tailgate tasting is a complimentary program and will be offered. I'm sure the food's not complimentary. No. Uh, on September 17th tonight, next week the 24th, and October 1st, my birthday the 8th and 15th, from 4:30 until 5:15 p.m. in the Festival Center. Using the snot out of that place this year. Oh, yeah. Guests interested in attending may pick up a wristband at the Festival Center starting as early as 9 a.m. each Monday for that day's seminar. All guests, it might be totally free then, all guests must be present to receive their wristbands. Both wristbands and seating at the event are available to first come, first serve. So just imagine what that would be like if, you know, Detroit's playing the Green Bay Packers. You can get really gnarly water and cheese mm. Mm. <laughs> i think it's a good idea it's a great idea it's a yeah. phenomenal idea yeah. they should do it at, I, I mean i know and they can't because it's too busy but they did the espn zone yeah and made made that a menu thing for that night they could do it in that little gazebo not that far from the restaurant yeah you know, do like hot dogs on a yeah. grill yeah you know that'd be kind of cool toss up a screen behind there a couple screens dude i would love you know, that some speakers yeah you know that there'd be no area. place to sit though yeah that's fine you just grab a dog stand and watch a game for a little bit drink mm -hmm. a beer head out yeah make like a baby yeah. and head out uh hey disney uh studio lab is now developing in park technologies and guest experiences this uh this studio lab is becoming a thing now. They're really pumping out some uh, innovation out of this little place. So Disney's new studio lab recently opened for creatives and executives to work on innovative storytelling and animation. It's also for developing new technology that enhances consumer experiences in movie theaters, stores, and theme parks. Mm. One of the innovation studio lab is currently working on a pencil thin LCD sub display that can flush can be flushed on walls and be controlled via an iPad to load new content. <coughs> These displays are intended to revolutionize movie posters as they can change the poster to make movie recommendations based on who's looking at them. How are they going to know the who part? Face recognition? <laughs> Moviegoers would be able to interact with a movie poster for the first time. 
Studio Lab is also working on using 3D projectors and internet-connected light bulbs to create glasses-free virtual reality experiences. Wow. Mainly in the theme parks, but projecting 3D scenes on three walls, guests would be able to experience virtual reality in a whole new way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Technologies are also being developed for creatives themselves. Uh, drones are being used to scout movie shoot locations, and equipment is being used to eventually shoot high-quality footage through a smartphone. Additionally, studio, additionally, studio Lab is tinkering with virtual cameras and VR headsets to help producers frame shots more effectively. Wow. That's amazing. There's... I like I, I like that they're advancing the technologies. I like that they're doing that. Mm -hmm. My concern, I guess, is when they bring it to a park and it's got fail points and that it's going to ruin the experience and not enhance the experience to Rhodes Yeti. Uh, so that that's my only concern. I, I you, you know me. If it's brand new and shiny and it's a new technology, I'm there. Got to have it. I'm there. But I just don't, you know, test it in a store, in a Disney store or something. And then if it's good there, then you can bring it to a theme park where a bazillion people will use it and destroy it. Well, here's, I think all this is great. I'm still waiting for the ride to say, hey, happy birthday, John. Yeah. Still waiting for that. I was promised that a decade ago. Maybe the Studio Lab can help you with that. Maybe Studio Lab. Do you need an address for hook, them? An hook, email address? Hook a brother up. Uh, Dear Disney Studio <laughs> Lab, this is John. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's move on. Temporary menu at Disneyland Hotel Trader Sam's is missing many favorites. We really need to get Jen in on this. She would, right. She's the expert. She would know about this. Uh, while Tangaroa Terrace, Tangaroa Terrace, I'm assuming, uh, at the Disneyland Hotel is being reimagined. A temporary menu has been put in place at Trader Sam's. Initially, it was assumed that the menu would be expected to make up for the closure of Tangaroa Terrace. But no, that is not the case. <laughs> Trader Sam's and Tangaroa Terrace share a kitchen, and it appears that the kitchen is being redesigned as well. Great timing, kids. Mm -hmm. Because the bar's food is now being prepared in one of the underground <laughs> kitchens at the Disneyland Hotel. Who would have thought they had underground kitchens? Yeah. Who knew? Uh, while nothing could be prepared on site, many, many favorite items are gone from the menu, including the panko-crusted long beans, shrimp tacos, and Tony's favorite, the poo-poo platter. The, ne uh, the new menu includes Kahlua-style pork sandwich, which is uh, pulled pork, Asian slaw, barbecue hoisin sauce, uh, the island-style dog, a ground pork and pineapple sauce, uh, ground pork and pineapple sauce in a pretzel roll, which sounds gross, but it tastes amazing, topped with whole grain mustard, onion sauce, pickled carrots, daikon, uh, poke and noodles with tuna or tofu, uh, cucumber, edamame, green onions, soba noodles, and tuna poke or marinated tofu. That sounds amazing. Hawaiian nachos, uh, tortilla chips, uh, Kahlua-style pulled pork, hoisin sauce, pineapple salsa, and tangarashi aioli. Spicy Asian wings, which is uh, got the Asian honey glaze that we all love, sesame seeds, and uh, toga, to, 
brain, Tog- uh, Togarashi aioli. If I get out of this alive, it's going to be great. Uh, and then barbecue pork bao, uh, three pork belly steamed buns, pickled cucumber, and barbecue hoisin sauce. For the kids, two guesses. Anyone? 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 Dole it. Chicken nuggets. Close. <laughs> and the kids' power pack are available. I don't know what's in the kids' power pack, but I'm sure it's probably like a Lunchables. If I had to guess, sure. I'm guessing Lunchables. Did, uh, Jen might have to fix me on that. So. So yeah, so Jen, let us know. Jen, Jennifer, Jennifer Gentry Bates, our good friend yep. from California. She's she's the kind of the expert on that. So exactly. she'll have to let us know. All right, hit the button. The Void announces Wreck-It Ralph VR experience debuting this fall. No. Yes. What happened to uh, Star Wars? Is it going I think, away? I think they're going to do both. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. They're going to coexist? I think they're going to split the room. Ralph's going to break Lucasfilm. Yeah. Uh, Disney officially announced that The Void, in collaboration with ILMX Lab, Lucasfilm's immersive entertainment division, is bringing two new virtual experiences to Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Both experiences will be based on material from Walt Disney Animation Studios and Marvel Studios. Uh, uh, okay, so Wreck-It Ralph, mm-hmm. Big Hero 6. Oh, I was thinking like Deadpool. Never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your name's Michael Eisner. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Big Hero 6 has got a TV series now. Mm-hmm. So they'll probably do that. I, I can't see them doing... Or it might be Spider-Man, but we're not yeah. going to be able to... I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, the first new ex- experience is set to debut this fall and is based on the upcoming Ralph Breaks the Internet from Disney's Animation Studio. Uh, Ralph Breaks VR will put guests inside a new multi-sensory Disney adventure where they will be immersed in the world of the internet and online gaming and uh, with Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope. Now, aren't we all immersed in our own experience every day on our phone? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> all right. But yes. Uh, the experience will be followed by one based on an undisclosed Marvel movie that will premiere sometime in 2019. So, Mr. Marvel, what's uh, coming in 2019 that this is going to be? Well, you've got uh, Captain Marvel is coming. You've got mm-hmm. Avengers mm-hmm. Uh, Infinity Ooh, War Avengers. or Avengers uh, Avengers Reassembled see, or whatever. I can see an Avenger one because then you could have teams of people. True. Uh, but you also have uh, Spider-Man 2 coming out mm. as well, I think. Okay. It's probably going to be Avengers or Captain Marvel. It's probably, honestly. Are we going back? Probably going to be Captain Marvel. Probably going back? Heck yeah, man. It's probably going to be Captain Marvel because right. it, it ticks a lot of boxes for Disney. Okay. Uh, the high-profile entertainment properties, arguably among the most valuable franchises in the world, extend the Void's relationship with Disney. Uh, the company created a Star Wars-themed experience last year. So maybe we're not going to... Maybe Star Wars is going away. I also heard, and we'll probably talk about this some other time, that something like this was going to be in the parks at a certain stitch location. Yeah, I I heard that too. So what's going to happen with the stitch thing? I don't know. 
Uh, that's awkward. But it'd be fun. I mean, I want to go back and check it out. That that experience was great, and I love the Star Wars thing. Uh, I think I would love the Wreck It Ralph thing too, just for the sheer sheer sake of being a video game thing. But if there's something with Marvel coming in, I'm down with it. Mm. Um, the thing about Captain Marvel, I know you haven't watched any of the trailers, but the main storyline takes place uh, like in the 80s. Okay. And, or 70s and 80s. Basically, the whole thing about Captain Marvel, who's a girl, by the way, just, just in case you didn't know. Brie I, Larson. I, I did see that. Okay, Brie Larson plays yeah. her. She looks amazing. But uh, the Scree warriors come in and rumor has it that some of the scree warriors who are shapeshifters may may be beloved marvel characters that we know and love oh so we don't know we don't know what we don't know yet but that'd be a really cool the scree war happens mm. during that time that'd be kind of a cool thing to do all right hey guys guess what uh hit the airways not too soon before we went online wonderful piece of news here yep Sit back and relax, because this is not going to feel comfortable. An all-new nighttime fireworks spectacular to replace illuminations, reflections of Earth. Mm-hmm. As part of the transformation of Epcot. So, that sounds great. Here's the catch. After nearly 20 years of delighting Epcot guests through music, fireworks, fire torches, and more, Disney wanted to let you know that illuminations, reflections of Earth... We'll be ending in the second half of 2019. <laughs> the Disney Parks Live Entertainment team is already busy creating the new thrill to debut immediately following the conclusion of Illuminations, uh, continuing the tradition of nightly entertainment in World Showcase Lagoon. Well, this is where it kind of gets weird. Illuminations Reflections of Earth, stay with me now, which is currently planned to uh, run to the end of summer in 2019, has entertained millions of guests gathered around World Showcase Lagoon, sharing the light and a story since it debuted in October of 1999 as part of the Walt Disney World Millennium Celebration. During the coming year, Disney will be celebrating this classic show so you can still have plenty of time to experience it again and again and again and again and again as excitement builds for what's next. Disney has got big plans for their multi-year transformation of Epcot with new experiences that will wow guests while keeping true to the original vision of the park. And the all-new nighttime fireworks spectacular coming to Epcot's World Showcase Lagoon will be part of the park's exciting evolution. The new show joins several previously announced experiences coming to Epcot, including the highly anticipated Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster attraction, a Ratatouille-inspired attraction, uh, a new table service restaurant adjacent to Mission Space, if they can figure out how to get it working, and much more. So here's the thing. Here's where the question arises. Mm -hmm. Is this new attraction going to immediately kick up after, yeah, you know, uh -huh. like a like a month or two dark, and then we have this new thing, or is it going to be like it's going to go dark in the summer of 2019, and then we're not going to get anything until... I think we're not going to get anything until 2021. That's right. what I've been hearing. I. Listen, if we don't have confirmation on that, I hope they don't. I hope they've been working on something, and maybe it'll be down for six months while they put all the new assets in place. You know, I've heard that they got a. Uh, I've heard that there's some stuff that has to happen between American Adventure Pavilion and World Showcase, and I don't know if that construction has happened yet. Yeah, 
that's that's so. kind of what I've been hearing too. So I knew that I knew that they were going to be doing some changes there. I knew something different was coming, but you know, I, I don't know if I really stopped and thought through the whole. I wonder how long it's going to take for them to fix that. Mm. Uh, hopefully, it won't be. How do I say this the right way? I want it to be on the scale of World of Color. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to take as long as World of Color took to get up and running. Yeah, but uh, anything is uh anything that is worthy of taking the place of illuminations uh i'm excited for because i love illuminations i love the music there's one little section i'm like okay but Mm. you cannot beat that opening scent that opening section the music the fireworks is is amazing the ending is incredible so my fear is uh we're not getting anything for another a year and a half and then we 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 talked about this extensively on the Patreon show, and I'm not going to beat that dead horse, but yeah. I just... I mean, I'm not going to lie, too. I haven't seen Illuminations in probably almost a year. It's only because I, I hate when the park dumps. And yeah. it doesn't matter which way you're leaving, gateway or the front door. Uh, both are not friendly experiences, <laughs> in my experience. You know, it's a mad race, it's a mad rush, it's a lot of pushing, shoving, and, you know, screaming, yelling, crying kids, and yada yada. Um, but maybe I'm going to have to go see it a couple times before it disappears. If this isn't going away until next year, you know what we should do? Meetup? Dessert party. Oh, yeah. Totes. <clears throat> if you all are interested in a illumination, let's call it a illuminations going away dessert party, uh, email us at disneyparkspodcast.gmail.com. We'll start a list of people. Because you can do the area by Italy, or you can do the little area by uh, Rose and Crown, that little mm-hmm. area there, or the area even on the side by the International <coughs> Gateway by, by France, too. Yeah. <coughs> I think the last time I saw... I've seen it in all three. Yeah. I think the last time I saw Illuminations was this time last year. Mm. You know, about yeah. this time last year, we stayed for show. Um it's not something that I stay for all the time because that parked up is pretty, pretty massive. Yeah. Um, but it's not a show that I, I, I tell you what I do. I listen to the music online mm. more so than I watch the show. So I'll always have, we'll always have the music. Um, so, you know, part of the reason is it's just, it, it's a mess to yeah. get out of there. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a lot. I'm ready yeah. for something new. So, you know, change yeah. is hard for a lot of people. I totally get that, but yeah. not. Yeah, I used to meet uh, John there from Owner's Locker on Tuesday nights. When yeah. Was Tuesday wine things. Yeah. And uh, the two of us at nine o'clock were like rockets. Right. <laughs> He's like, where are you parked? I'm over parked over there. Okay, come on. Yeah. And we, you know, quickly get, get out International Gateway. What I find so funny is we leave... We don't intend to leave and miss it, but we will find ourselves leaving a lot because like the last time we did the Park Hoppers Live thing was last week at Epcot and we found ourselves leaving and we got out the door at like five after nine and there were still droves of people going in. Yeah. Trying to, I guess, trying to catch that show or mm. maybe it was after hours or something, but yeah. <clears throat> it's crazy. Yeah. If we bet, if we get a big group, we can do, uh, I would like to do the area in front of Italy. That's a pretty good view. Yeah, it's a great view. Uh, if we get a small group, we could probably do maybe one of the fireworks cruises. 
you know, where they go underneath the bridge there. Huh. That'd be and, cool. And Never do, done that. Yeah, because <clears throat> uh, on one of them, they, they serve snacks. Like, not snack snacks. snacks. Like real food. Real food nice. and coffee. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that'd be fun. like a bigger party type boat. That'd be cool. Yeah. Say so. goodbye in class and see how much that is. Yeah. Be awesome. Yeah. So email us. Because I'd like to get a piece of those people. I, 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 I would do it in the cooler months. Right. In the November, December, January, February time frames. Yeah. So we're going to have to jump on that January, February yeah. time frames because it's not going to be around for yeah. November, December next year. Yeah. Remember? It's going away at the end of summer. All right. So somewhere in November, December. Of this year? Next year. Not next year. It goes away at the summer of 2019. Oh, well, then we'll have to figure it out. <laughs> I just don't want to. I'm the tired one. Come on. <laughs> I don't, don't want to go to this hot either. Yeah, yeah I, don't wanna go I get that. Uh, all right, guys. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can check out all of our show archives, our blog posts, as well as our links to our amazing sponsors like uh, Dreams by Design Travel. Dot com and go check them out uh, and make sure that you tell them that Disney Parks Podcast sent you uh, if you book that vacation we talked about that earlier uh, make sure you find us on Facebook YouTube and Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast you can find us on Twitter at Disney Podcaster and you got anything else you want to share my friend no alright if we don't see you online we will see you in, in the, the parks, parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through